Hello there, my name is Rick. Ciao, I'm Millie. And this is episode three. Tre. Of season four. Quattro. Of Yogs Ago. This is Yonks Ago, coming into your ears. Now what are Yonks? They're kind of like years. Just a father and a daughter who want to know all about some people from Yonks Ago. Interesting people who did interesting stuff, but about whom we don't know enough. So we're going to dig deep and find it all out. Yonky doodlers know what we're all about. Yonks Ago. Hey, ho. business from the top there. <laughs> that was the most succinct and uneventful opening to the podcast so far. It was tricky though. There's a lot of rolling R's. Yeah, but you rolled with it. I feel like <laughs> the number three really caught you by surprise. There was yeah. a real blank look on your face like, I have not thought about how to say three in Italian at all. No, I was thinking about it a lot actually. Oh, you but overthought I, it. I was overthinking it because <laughs> I was like, what if I mess it up, oh, you know? It's so simple and there were so many threes in the last season. It was season three after all. I know. You had to say it every single damn time. <laughs> it was the thought of saying three and then four straight after. Okay. Like I can, like, like, can kind of get off the hook with one rolling R, but if I have to do two. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like three into four is like the natural progression of counting. Like yeah, but it there's a be... gap in between, Rick. I guess. <laughs> um, well, I must say, considering you were going such in a turmoil, yeah. um, it was smooth as. Thank you. Um, are you getting... Professional? Yeah, a little bit. Have you been? No, I just have practice, like my everyday life. Yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> Roll the punches, mate. Yeah. Just cover over, cover over any mistakes that might be happening internally. Fake it till you make it. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, well, well done you. Thank and you. Well done us. Yeah. Um, we've come a long way. We were recording on a Wednesday morning. Period. It's not often we do an AM record. I reckon we should get back into it. Really? I mean, were we ever into then it? Then we have the rest of the day. Yeah, but what have we ever done it? I, don't, I, I reckon don't, this is the first time ever. No, there must have been there must have been one or two scattered yeah. through, but I feel like but it's I, an anomaly. I reckon, yeah. But is this your new thing? Well, you're I, hardly ever awake. You've got to be up. That's what I'm saying, though. All right, this could be your motivation. I am awake. I'm just in my room. In your room, just yeah. just chilling. Yeah. Saying, why get out of bed? Pff, nothing going on. That's what I'm saying. Whereas if you had podcast on your on your yeah. agenda, that's what I'm up saying. she gets. Yeah. All right. Well, look, I'm here to motivate you. Yeah. Um, well, we'll see how this podcast record goes. If it's a debacle. Never again. I don't reckon. Oh, you're quietly confident. Yeah. All right. I like it. Um, and I mean, you're, you've got a full day. You've got you've got stuff all over your agenda. It's really. unusual. Yeah. I mean, I'm so yeah. busy. Podcast morning, going out in the afternoon. Yeah. That's so why we're right. recording in the morning. It's like a like double day. <laughs> two big ticket items. Yeah. Tick, tick. Two things in one day. <laughs> Sometimes that does feel like a very full day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I've got about 16, 17 things that I've got to tick off. But um, Whatever. this is like number five, so I'm already doing <laughs> I'm doing all right. Um, and that's just the difference between you and me. Yeah. I've got a lot more years under the belt. <laughs> the responsibilities rack up, Millie. Get used to it. Um, but So, yeah, but start small, you know? Yeah. Two things. Yeah. Impressive. Thanks. Um, but um, look, Joan of Arc. Well, actually, I could count more little things. Like oh, sure. Wake up. One, yeah, yeah. You know, like leave my bed. Oh, too. yeah, sure. You so, could break it real down. Yeah. But don't, that's just fooling yourself, <laughs> then, mate. Then you'd have even more. So it's oh, mate, I have like a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> a hundred. 
Easily. <laughs> I had to like this. This whole thing is covered as podcast, but I could have broken yeah. it down as set up the yeah, true, microphones, true. get my laptop. I mean, there was at least eight. Do the intro, put in the theme song. Yeah, a lot of things have gone into this, Um, (laughs) but let's just call it doing the podcast. Yes, all right. Otherwise, we'll go crazy. Uh, look, Joan of Arc, where did we leave her? She'd been having visions. She's yeah. the virgin that France needs. Mm. They love a virgin. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no judgment. Um, the, there was a prophecy that yeah. the virgin would save France. So mm-hmm. she's gone, I'll be the virgin. Why yeah. not? And everyone's like, but are you? And she's like, I'm pretty sure I am. Yeah. And they're like, we need convincing. And so she's on the, she's on the, the trail of trying to convince people that she yeah. is France's virgin. She's got a couple of subscribers. She has got some early adopters. Yeah. Uh, she got J Metz. And um, I think it was Bertrand de Poulanger. Yeah. No, catch- I'm not going to shorten his name because it's got a real ring to it. Bertrand de Poulanger. <laughs> J Metz, I feel like is. No, I just feel like J Metz is, is uh, subscriber number one. Yeah, I reckon yeah. he's OG. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and he 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 said, "Hey, Bertrand de Poulanger, yeah, come listen to this." And then he got on board straight yeah, away. He was sure. he was easily convinced. Yeah. Um, but they're not the ones that Joan of Arc has to convince. She needs to convince Robert de Bodre, Bodricourt. Robbie B. Robbie B. Robbie B. <laughs> Captain Robbie B. Mm. I think I might have referred to him as a general, but I've demoted him for this podcast. Oh. I just I don't think he's that high up. He's just the head of the local garrison at um at, in the nearby town. Um, and she's trying to convince Robbie B. Captain Robbie B. To take her to see uh, Prince Chucky Jr. Yeah. In Shannon. Shannon! <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's tried twice so far to convince Captain Robbie B. Yeah. And has gotten nowhere. He's like, not having it. Um, but in the convincing, she has got J Metz and Bertrand de Poulanger. <laughs> On board, and uh, there's and this has caused a little bit of traction. Where in a nearby area, oh, um, Ch- uh, Duke Charles the Duke, oh Chucky Lorraine, yeah Chucky Lorraine, uh, sure. said, "Well, she sounds fancy. Maybe she's got magic powers. Yeah. I've got what I think might be syphilis. <laughs> um, uh, maybe I'll get her in and see if she can cure it." Yeah, and she's just turned up and given him a lecture about his lifestyle. Period. Um, she's flexed on him. Yeah, said, "Hey, you get the virgin. You get France's virgin in." <laughs> She's not here to cure your syphilis. She's here to tell you, why'd you get syphilis, idiot? Yeah. Stop it. Stop your nonsense with your mistress and your, your lifestyle choices. <laughs> Gave him a proper talking to. Too and right. everyone's gone, man, she's got she's got balls. Yeah. Jay Metz was like, this is what I'm saying. What I'm like, saying. get on board. <laughs> I mean, like and subscribe. <laughs> this girl will absolutely do the business. Uh, not in a sexy way, obviously, because she's the virgin. <laughs> Uh, she'll, she'll do all the other kinds of business. <laughs> um, and so that's where we left her. Um, but she still has yet to convince uh, Captain Robbie B. Mm-hmm. Um, but word is spreading. That's where yeah. we left her. Um, now, back to the historical landscape for a moment. Because mm-hmm. um, as we as we said, uh, Henry V uh, died around the same time as, um, as uh, Lupi King Chuck, yeah, um, and but they are still, you know, conspiracy. The, the, I know. It's a bit What's sussy. going on? We're just sus. Yeah. I blame. Uh, I blame Queen, Queen Isabeau. Yeah, we do. She is up to some mischief, <laughs> killing kings left, yeah. right, and centre. No, surely it was that queen. And did Henry V have a? Is that him? Yeah, Henry V married um, Isabeau's daughter. What? Yeah, 
Did I miss that? That was part. Nah, you heard it, but you've forgotten it. Okay. Yeah, that was part of Isabeau. When Isabeau wore oh. the crown for a day, she married her daughter off to Henry V. All right, well, that was definitely. And then she was like, and then kill him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, I've taught you well. Yeah. yeah. Remember everything I've taught you about being a wife. Yeah. I.e., when the time's right, kill your husband. Yeah, and on the October the 5th. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we strike. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, October the fifth. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> For some Is that even a date? <laughs> no, I didn't know if I put the in the wrong place. Like <laughs> the October fifth. <laughs> yeah, October fifth. <laughs> I got confused. <laughs> Maybe that's what the th in fifth is. It's for the. Yeah. October five the. <laughs> um, and so Henry the fifth has died. His son with Isabeau's daughter, Catherine. Yeah. Um, Henry VI is the nominal heir to the English and French throne, mm-hmm. though, mm-hmm. you know, the French aren't having that really. Yeah. Um, and the English forces are still occupying large parts of France yeah. in, in teamwork with the Burgundians. Yeah. Uh, only the Armagnacs are trying to, you know, stem the flow. Slay. Henry V's brothers, we've Ooh. got John of Lancaster, the Duke of Bedford, and Humphrey, Duke of Gloucester. <laughs> yeah. Humphreys in there. Did you, did you know any Humphreys at your like primary school or high school? Were there any Humphreys? Not coming to mind. Because I feel like it's a name that's definitely disappeared, but it's the sort of name I can imagine coming back big. Yeah. Like, it's, Wasn't it in like a movie or something? Um, I don't know. Humphrey. The, the only Humphreys I can think of are Humphrey Bear, uh, which was before your time. Yeah. I don't, that was a kid's show when I was a kid. Loved it. Um, and I was going to say Humphrey Dumpty, but that is not his name at all. <laughs> Humphrey, Dumpty. <laughs> Humphrey Dumpty. You know, that egg yeah. who was never named an egg. Uh, Humphrey Dumpty, who sat on a wall. <laughs> I reckon his name was Humphrey, but everyone mispronounced it. <laughs> Got it all yeah. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, I guess Humphrey Bear's the only one I can really think of. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, look out for Humphrey coming back. I'm, I'm, if it does come back, I called it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a Yonks Ago uh, prediction. Lock it in. Uh, so John and Humphrey, um, uh, the Dukes, yeah, Henry's brothers, are part of the um, arm, you know, leading the armies in France. They've continued okay. the English conquest of France, most of northern France, so that's Paris, etc., and parts of southwestern France. So top and bottom, we're talking. Okay, uh, are under Anglo, so English and Burgundian control. Okay, so those those forces have got top and bottom. Gotcha. Um, the Begun- Work your way into the middle. Come from yeah. both sides. That's Almanac, Almanac <laughs> territory, baby. But they got them surrounded. They're in a Almanac. It's an Almanac sandwich with, with Anglo-Burgundian <laughs> bread at this stage. <laughs> um, uh, now, the Burgundians controlled Reims. Why is that important? Why have I brought that up? Don't know, Rick. I could see the confusion <laughs> and curiosity on your face. Um, the reason that's important is because Reims... Is the traditional site for the coronation of French kings. If you're a French Whoa. person wanting to become king, you got to go to Reims. <laughs> That's where it happens. They got the throne set up. They got all the parade oh, areas. Gotcha. Mate, it all happens in Reims. If it's not in Reims, you're not king. Yeah. <laughs> Forget about it. Fake king, fake news. You gotcha. Um, and at the moment, the Burgundians are all over Reims. Oh. Okay. Um, and so. Uh, ch- 
Prince Chucky Jr. has yet to be crowned king um, of, of France. Yeah. And doing so at Reims would help legitimise his claim to the throne. Mm. And that would make Henry VI in England. Everyone would be like, well, stuff you. Yeah. He went to Reims and got coronated. So that's that's facts. <laughs> um, but how's he going to do that? Because he's, yeah. he's an Armagnac man. And the Burgundians oh. have got the Reims territory sewn up. Gotcha. It's trouble. Mm. Prince Chucky Jr.'s got trouble. And that starts with a T. <laughs> and that rhymes with J. What? Well, I've got my facts wrong. <laughs> Were you saying T rhymes with J on yeah. trouble? <laughs> Look, I lost track. I was trying to bring it back to Joan of Arc and I I ruined the I laws got, of rhyming. I, to try to, I thought, what can I sacrifice here to make this work? Rhyming, which is the least sacrificable of all the, of all the rules. It either rhymes or it doesn't. Yeah. If you say something rhymes, it better bloody rhyme. No, some things rhyme a little bit. Yeah, assonance. Yeah. Isn't assonance like the, I don't know, doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, assonance, machinance. <laughs> yeah, that rhymes. Yeah. Like legitimately. Yeah. Well, um, that's the irony of it all. <laughs> um, look, so look, this is where Prince Chucky Jr. is. Um, and in July 1428, the English had started to surround Orleans. Mm. Uh, which is an Armagnac, you know, stronghold. Yeah. And had nearly isolated it from the rest of Prince Chucky Jr.'s territory by capturing many of the smaller bridge towns in the area. So they're, they're isolating Orleans, which I think is where um, uh, the other Chucky Jr., Duke Chucky Jr., was that? What? Remember there was another Chucky Jr.? There was Prince Chucky Jr.? Yeah, the the cousin. Yeah, the cousin. I think he was an Orleans. I think he was the son of uh, the Duke of Orleans oh. who got assassinated. I think that's yeah. who. I think he might be the new Duke Louis? of Orleans. Um, Louis. Uh, yeah. The king's brother. Yeah. I think he was the Duke of Orleans. Um, I could go back and check it. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Because facts, facts. I'm all about rhyming now. Yeah. Um. Uh, so look, they're trying to take the Orleans territory. Um. And so they've isolated it and um, Orleans – look, and apologies for – I've really locked into saying Orleans. Is it right? Probably not. Whatever. I don't give a crap. Yeah, yeah. It's right for me. And that's uh, – at least I've committed. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not saying it in a stupid way like I know it. So I'm not saying Orleans, <laughs> which I could be doing. Yeah. Uh, so, look, I've committed to Orleans, accept it, and move on. Okay. <laughs> Orleans was strategically important as the last obstacle to an assault on the remainder of Prince Chucky Jr.'s territory. So this is it. Once they get Orleans, who's going to stop them? (laughs) Who can stop them? No one. Um, So they've got a hold. Now, according to Joan, um, it was around this period Mm -hmm. that her visions told her to leave Dom Remy and to help Prince Chucky Jr., She's like sitting in her garden gotcha. again. She's yeah. like, bloody Captain Robbie B won't <laughs> let me go. Then uh, a vision, she doesn't say who turns up. I reckon it was probably your man again, St. Michael. Yeah, with definitely. His, with, with the squad, with the squad <laughs> army squad. Yeah. And said, go out, Prince Jackie Jr. Get there. I reckon. He needs you. Prince Jackie Jr. <laughs> needs you. She's like, well. He's like, Robbie Schmobby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and so this time she heads to to Captain Robbie B for the third meeting. Gotcha. Um, and she lays down um, – I looked into this. It doesn't cover this, but I looked into it. Ooh. And during this meeting, she lays down a little bit of a – check this out. Mm-hmm. She makes a prediction about an upcoming battle. <gasps> um, it's the uh, That's part of the Siege of Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's – 
a little battle. It's called the Battle Battle of the Herrings because um, the I think the French squad are trying to reinforce their the siege. They're trying to get some herrings into the they're shipping some herrings into the into Orleans. Fish, yeah, fish. I thought it was keep a them fish. fed. Yeah, um, and they're trying to sneak it by the and, so there's, a, and there's a battle over this over the supply lines Ooh. called the Battle of the Herrings, and. Um, the English in this situation are very outnumbered by the, the French bringing the herrings in. Um, and Jones says to Robbie B, guess what, Captain Robbie B? <laughs> it's not going to work out well for the French. Uh, and at this time, um, the battle's happening and the words, it's, it's on delay because we don't have the high-speed internet like that. True. But back then, it took a while. Someone it's had to ride up. a horse. Yeah, yeah. And so, it took them a couple of days. They, get, yeah. they go, battle's going well. And they go, like, sweet. And then a few days later, another one coming. Battle's still going well. And that's how they got their messages. Yeah, you know, horse-drawn message carriers. Um, Let's go back. I mean, I don't mind it. Yeah. I'd I'd sign up. Yeah, I'd sign up. We'd all get onto the horse, and then someone opens more jobs. Yeah, yeah. Become a messenger. That's what I'm saying. But then once everyone had signed up, someone would then you'd be start getting messages via horse. Be saying, uh, everyone who signed up to horse, it's cruelty to horses, um, <laughs> and you're ruining it. And it's also owned by Coca Cola. No, no, nah, nah. <laughs> the horses come voluntarily. It's yeah. only it's volunteer work. It would get shut down. There'd be some reason why we're all bad people for signing yeah. up to horses. <laughs> we're all bad. <laughs> We've made terrible life choices. Stop using horses, idiots. No, nah, it's. Robotic horses. Yeah, that, that's even worse. Because it's the future. Yeah, oh, <laughs> we're, of course. We're, we're going, we're going back but forward. Oh yeah, you that's, know that's how we roll. Sometimes you're gonna go back. <gasps> to go Rolling forward. horses, Ooh. like cars. Yeah, got wheels. <laughs> wheels with yeah. engines. Yeah. Horses with engines and wheels. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is the future. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, at this stage, the messages are coming back going, ah, the, the Battle of the Herrings is going well. The mm-hmm. Herrings are going to get through. And mm-hmm. Joan turns up and she goes, guess what? It's not going to work. <laughs> Battle of the Herrings is going to turn bad for the French. Because and, did, did St. Michael tell us? I reckon maybe she goes, she's, she's saying, this, I get visions and I know what's going to happen. Gotcha. And Jay Metz has gone, what, what? Listen up, yeah, drop yeah, the mic. Yeah. He's, like, he's just hype man, yeah. hype squad behind her. Check it out. <laughs> John of Arc with facts, spitting and then, facts. What's the other guy's name? Bertrand. Bertrand de Poulanger. He's just clicking. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really speak. I no, feel. no, he keeps yeah. it quiet. Yeah, a yeah. Quiet appreciation is yeah. ro- uh, Bertrand de Poulanger's uh, yeah. modus operandi. Yeah. Um, and so she's made the prediction that it's going to turn horribly, which yeah. which is uh, you know goes against all the messages that are coming in. And then lo and behold, a few days later, the the horses come by, going, can't believe it. Plot twist. <laughs> uh, Joan was right. It's all gone horribly wrong. Um, and so from this and the fact that, you know, uh, you know, Jay Metz has hyped her up. Uh, Bertrand de Poulanger has <laughs> just quietly appreciated her. Yeah. Uh, and everyone can see that that's the effect that's having on everyone. Um, Captain Robbie goes, fine. I will send you. I guess. Yeah, (laughs) fine. You've proven yourself. Yeah, third time's a charm. Yeah. Uh, Your prediction about the Battle of the Herrings came true. So I will send you to Chanel (laughs) to see Prince Chucky Jr. Yeah. Um, So he sends her with six uh, armed uh, soldiers, an escort of six soldiers. Surely Jay Metz. Jay Metz and and Bertrand de Poulanger. And the other three. And and, uh, four more. Oh, I did not do the maths. No, that was terrible. I did two times three. You just counted Joan as one of the soldiers. Yeah. I, that's what you did. Um, 
And so, yes. Sorry, I lost my spot. So, yeah, convinced uh, Robbie B to go to Shinon. Uh, six soldiers. And before leaving, before they headed off, they get together, four squads assembled, mm-hmm. all six, uh, six plus Joan. Uh, and Joan has put on men's clothes, supplies, supplies by Jay Metz. Um, yeah, for sure. And Bertrand de Poulanger. <laughs> She's put on men's clothes so she can just, you know, act like squad. Yeah, yeah. And um, she continued to wear men's clothes for the remainder of her life. Period. Once she popped them on, she's like, hang on, pockets? Yeah. She's like, what? What? <laughs> Check out these pockets. Yeah. <laughs> They're deep ass. I can put all my yeah. stuff in here. Yeah. Uh, and um, once once she's gone, once you go slacks, you never go back. Yeah. Like, she's just gone. <laughs> I am all over this. So she's off. She's off to Chanel. Slay. Uh, she's got squad. So it's happening. She's made real palpable inroads. Mm. Um, uh, so then she um, meets with Prince Chucky Jr. Straight wow. in. Wow. Yeah. Mate. That's crazy. She's got some real traction. Oh, escalating. Uh, she met with Prince Chucky Jr. for the first time at the Royal Court in Chanel. Chanel. In late February or early March. We don't know. Yeah, probably. In, in 1429. <laughs> I reckon when, it was Feb 29th, leap year. Uh, yeah, absolutely. February 29th uh, in 1429 when she was 17 years old. Wow. And Prince Chucky Jr. was 26. So he could, <laughs> so he could be crowned at any – like he's ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Like crown me. Get me to Reims. <laughs> Chuck a crown on me. Um. Uh, she told him that she had come to raise the siege of Orleans and to lead him to Reims for his coronation. I mean, that's what Prince Chucky Jr. wants Can to hear. Can we start calling it Orleans? <laughs> Orleans? I mean, that's what I said I wasn't going to do. But if you want it, I will that, do it. Do you reckon that's how you say it? Let's. I mean, I'm, it sounds right. It's, it's, I, I just feel like it's giving the French flavour. I that just we, needed your permission to do it. Orleans. <laughs> okay, it's, so let's go back. It sounds like Orleans Insurance. It does, and that's how it should sound, and from here on in, it will sound. So hopefully this isn't the last time we mention it. So let's go back. She told him that she had come to raise the siege of Orléans <laughs> and to lead him to Reims for his coronation. And I've got to tell you, that must be music to Prince Jackie Jr.'s ears. Yeah. He's like, well, if that's what you want to do, I'm... Sign me up. Yeah, I'm on board. Yeah. Um, Jay Metz is like, yeah, let's go. Now, here's an interesting thing. They had a private exchange that made a strong impression on Prince Jackie Jr. We weren't in the room where it happens. What? We don't know what happened. No one was in the room where it happened no. uh, when they had a private exchange. What went on? We don't know. I don't know. But Prince Jackie Jr. came out going, this chick <laughs> is legit. <laughs> uh, so once again, she has proved her credentials somehow. Um, now we've got... Someone called Jones Confessor, which I think is either the person. So his name is Jean Pascarel. Jean Pascarel was Jones Confessor, which um, I tried to figure out what it meant. It either means that's who Joan used to confess to, like that was his her private priest. Oh yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, it's been three days since my last confession. I've been wearing men's clothes. Oh, no, I'm not supposed to, but I love it. Um, or he's the guy who just goes around telling people about Joan's life. I don't know. But he later testified that Joan told him she had reassured Prince Jackie Jr. that he was, in fact, um, Loopy King Chuck's son 
and the legitimate king because, of course, oh, there yeah, had been yeah. a bit of shade thrown on his legitimacy. Yeah. People saying maybe he was, um, you know, Louis and Isabeau's son. Yeah. Uh, and that the two Jackies were, in fact, brothers. Mm. Uh, but Jones had a little word to him. And uh, the confessor is saying maybe that's what this private exchange was. Where he's Absolute. like, guess what? I had a yeah. vision. You are the real king. Yeah, bull. Yeah. (laughs) Absolute bull. I think Joan's probably using a mix of her visions as she's using the ones that she did have and then sprinkling in a little bit of, oh, yeah, I had a vision about this as well if it's going to help my cause. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I'd do it too. Yeah. So, yeah, a little bit of truth, a little bit of fiction, I think, much like this podcast. (laughs) Uh, That's what her visions are. Pretty much yonks ago uh, from the gods. Yeah. Um, so now Prince Jackie Jr. is well on board the, um, the Joan train. Um, that might be all the time. I should probably not launch into, oh wait, look, here's what I say. (laughs) We've got enough time because Charles and his council, uh, so Prince Jackie Jr. and and squad needed more assurance. Mm, Mm. Skeptical. Come on. She's doing all she has to do. And so (laughs) he sent Joan to... Poitiers, which is another region in France, to be examined by a council of theologians who declared that she was a good person (laughs) and a good Catholic. So they've just run her through like, all right, they've put her through morality tests. They've gone, there's a horse galloping towards five people, but you can make that horse change direction. It'll run over one person. What do you do? You know, they've just run her through that. Would you rather... Have hands for feet or feet for hands. They've done, they've yeah. done all this to her and she passed all of those tests. Nice. She nailed it. All right, you're in a room, there's a button, you can press the button. Yeah. <laughs> It'll electrocute Prince Jackie Jr. Or, yeah. So yeah. passed. Absolutely nailed it. <laughs> and um, they've gone, and also, do you worship Satan? She's got nut. Oh, you passed the test. Oh, you are a good Catholic. <laughs> uh, they tried to trick her, but she passed. Um, and they. <laughs> But they did not uh, offer up a decision on the source of Joan's inspiration about her visions. So they didn't say yes or no about her visions. They weren't like, oh, yeah, she's definitely having visions. They were yeah. a bit vague about it. They're like, maybe. Yeah. I mean, she's definitely what? like, she's, she's, she knows some things. <laughs> how, would, how would they know? It's her visions. Yeah, but they're like, we don't want to get involved. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Yeah. You be the judge. Period. <laughs> um, and then they sent her to Orléans. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, sorry, they agreed that sending her to Orleans could be useful to the uh-huh, king. Gotcha. They were like, yeah, I mean, that. why not? So, she's got a couple more subscribers. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, all those, all those people who tested her are well on board the Joan wagon. And um, then Joan was sent to Tours, Ooh. another French place. Oh, we're really doing she's the a, Tours she, de France. She's, right on the, she's on a bit of a Tour de France. Uh, it's giving Nancy way. Yeah. Um... This time, classic. God, the things that Joan had to go through. <laughs> she had to be physically examined by women. Excuse me? This was on the direction of um, Prince Chucky Jr.'s mother-in-law. Not sure who that would be. So she, well, no, oh, she's obviously married. Ch- so Prince Chucky Jr. is married now. Yeah. Don't know who to. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, his mother, oh, who is Yolanda de Aragon. I might look into Whoa. her. Whoa. She sounds fancy. Yeah. And she's obviously like, whoo. She said, hey, Prince Chucky Jr., get her checked out. She claims to be the virgin that France needs. How do we know she's a virgin? (laughs) Let's send it to some women I know. 
I'll give her a little check. A little, a little virgin check. Um, she's got to pass the virgin test. Um, uh, so Yolanda of Aragon has convinced Prince, Prince Chucky Jr. to send Joan off to be virgin tested. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have verified virgin Blood. status. She got blue tick. Yeah. She's, she's blue tick virgin verified. <laughs> um, and so now they are all like, well, great. So she could indeed, not necessarily, but perhaps mm. she is the prophesied virgin and the saviour of France. Wow. Um, so tick, tick, tick. Well done, yeah. Joan. She's passed all the tests. Good, good woman, good Catholic, not uh, and uh, is a virgin. Vir- good virgin. A blue tick virgin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, pass, pass, pass. So, I mean, she couldn't have done more. So she is ready. <laughs> so I think uh, they are ready to send her to Orléans. Oh, Road uh, to uh, we will find out more about her journey to Orleans, um, <laughs> and uh, maybe a little bit about Yolanda of Aragon. She sounds interesting, but maybe she's not. We'll see what Wikipedia has to say about her, and I'll uh, I'll come back with whatever I find uh, in the next episode <gasps> of Yonks Ago. I mean, that wasn't bad. Let's go. Rec- morning records, eh? Yeah, more of it. I say. <laughs>